to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. All right, ladies, welcome. Thank you for being here. I am so happy to talk with you today, and I am loving this series. I hope you are too. On my favorite exercises, which is because I get to talk about my favorite exercises, but trying to delve into different pieces of equipment, and maybe it's inspiring you to grab some of these things and add them onto your home gym, or if you work out at the gym, maybe it's inspiring you to go over and try something new because it can be really intimidating to you know see that piece of equipment, especially a barbell, which we're going to talk about today, and think like, that's only for big bulky men, and I have no idea what to do with a barbell, or I have no business using it. So I am talking about exercises that are, you know, it's difficult. This is obviously an audio presentation of information. So you might want to hit YouTube and check out what these look like, learn how to do these properly, learn the form. But, you know, maybe just jot down these five exercises. If you have your phone handy and can put it in your notes or write it on a napkin or post it or whatever so that you can return to these, but it can give you a springboard to go off of and maybe trying out some new equipment if you, you know, have been just totally avoiding it or not using it because you don't know what to do with it. So I'm excited to delve into that. My name is Brittany. I am happy to be with you. If you are brand new, welcome. And if you're here with me all the time, thank you. I appreciate you being here. And I welcome any questions and comments all the time, anytime at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. All right, my website's fitmomlifetothefullest.com. If you'd like to find out more as well, I'm not gonna dive too much into my bio today because I wanna get right to these exercises for you. Uh, firstly, when we're talking about barbells, I want to distinguish between a trap bar and a just straight, straight bar or regular barbell or whatever. What you'd probably, if you are picturing something in your mind, you're probably picturing the latter, a regular barbell or a straight barbell where it is just like it sounds, a straight stick with either, usually when I'm talking about this, okay, I guess there's a couple things to talk about here. Normally you have just the bar, okay? So if you're in a gym or you have one for your home or something, a regular Olympic bar is 45 pounds, okay? So just the bar alone is 45 pounds. Can be different if you've ordered, if you have like a Les Mills body pump set that has all the interchangeable plates or they carry something like that at Walmart and different stores that are kind of just the straight bar with the weights you put on. A lot of times those bars weigh, you know, maybe half a pound or two pounds or something like that. But a a standard Olympic bar that you would see at the gym, like on a squat rack or chest press or something is going to, or bench press, is going to be 45 pounds, okay? And then a trap bar or also called like a hex bar, looks just like that. It's kind of, uh, is it even a hexagonal shape? Probably. It's, it has handles in the middle of it. So I guess we'll go with hexagon shape. And then it has a little, uh, you know, like the, (laughs) this is so hard to explain, not in a video. I'm so sorry. I should just, uh, put pictures up of my own on my stories or something, but I don't know when you're gonna see it. So we have both in our basement, a trap bar and a straight bar. The straight bar, you can really only use an overhand grip or an underhand grip where you're, if it's an overhand grip, your palms are facing away from you and you're holding that bar straight, or you can do an underhand grip where your palms are up, okay? Usually you're mostly gonna be using an overhand grip. Sometimes underhand, just really if you're doing rows or something and you wanna flip that grip, 
but pretty much you're restricted to those two positions, which is okay. It's just not the best position position for your shoulder on all exercises. A perk of the trap bar, trap bars usually run, I believe, a little bit heavier. I think the standard is 55 pounds, might be 65 actually. Not even sure, and we have one in our basement. I'm trying to think how much it is when I use it. I believe it's 65. So might need to check that, (laughs) depending on what kind of trap bar you have. But this one, again, looks kind of like a hexagon with little ends on it on the side so that you put the weights on the ends, but you step inside the bar and your hands go on the handles in a neutral grip. So picture if you're just standing straight and your hands are at your sides, like your palms are facing your legs, that's your grip on a trap bar or on a hex bar. It's a really nice natural position for your shoulders. Your shoulders like to be a neutral grip position. I try to put my clients in neutral grip as much as I can if we are overhead pressing or doing push-ups. I try to, it's just a great spot for your wrist joint to be in, okay? So those are the two different bars. If you're looking to get one, I probably would get the straight barbell. I think it's the most versatile. Looking at my list here, I would need the straight bar for pretty much all of these exercises except one. So the one we have for our basement, we have gotten off of, not Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. And it is one that our straight bar is like, half a pound or two pounds and then we put the plates on it and then we have a trap bar that we don't actually have any weights for so we only use that as whatever it is it's 65 pound self or 55 pound self and we'll do things like overhead press and things rdls things like that but we can't add weight to it okay so if you're looking to like hey Brittany, what would you recommend i'd recommend using a straight bar i love it for exercises this ladies honestly has been such a game changer we did not have a barbell for a while. That was one of the later additions to our home gym. It, at first when we were in the apartment, we only had some free weights. Eventually got a TRX, eventually got a treadmill, eventually got some kettlebells and stuff. The barbell came later and I actually got it, found it off Facebook Marketplace as a birthday gift for my husband because he wanted to deadlift in the basement. And I almost don't know what we did without it. I think because I was also working out at the gym at that time, I didn't really mind but now that I've been solely working out at home for the past couple of years, oh my goodness, it just opens up a wealth of big compound exercises. That's what a barbell's really good for. There's a lot you could do with it. There's a couple exercises I could have put on here that you can do, but I, in general, it's great for the big compound moves. And this is what we need to change our bodies, to build that toned physique and to burn fat and to rev up our metabolisms. If you're at home with just your five pound weights, you've got to start getting heavier stuff. Whether it is kettlebells, whether it's barbells, I'm not saying one is super superior. I just talked about TRX the other day and how great it is for that versatility where you can go heavier, you know, just by changing your angle. But I get really excited when I see somebody, if I'm working with one-on-one and I'll ask, okay, what equipment do you have available when I'm building your workout plan? And I get so excited to see barbell because it's not everybody. Again, it's it's usually a higher investment. You need some space for it. You're probably not doing that in your living room. But getting those big compound moves in there is what really helps your body change fastest. Okay, so it's a great piece of equipment. And the last thing I was going to say back when I was trying to explain how heavy a normal barbell is and stuff, you might, if you work out at a gym or 
you've gotten one off marketplace or something that like has plates already attached to it and you're like oh well mine already has plates on it i don't know how much this weighs that is probably an easy curl bar if it's ridged and kind of like it's not straight across it goes down and up that's usually used for bicep curls bent rows you can use it for other things too absolutely but you you would just need to find out how much it weighs we have one of those as well that was from a family it was actually from my grandpa years ago my papa has passed a long time ago but when we were cleaning out my grandma's house we found just a couple workout things in the basement and that was one that i got is a little easy curl bar with some plates on the end that are it's all attached super old-fashioned i love it and we will use it that and we know ours weighs 55 pounds i think we just honestly stepped on a body weight scale like ourselves then stepped on with it and figured out how much it weighed but um we'll use that for literally just those kinds of things bent rows overhead presses and whatnot so i would again if you're looking for what should i get i'd say just a straight bar with plates that you can take on and off because it's the most versatile you can change the weight and all that good stuff so number one my favorite exercise because i've talked for just 10 minutes about just barbells <laughs> my number one favorite exercise is deadlifts and primarily conventional deadlifts you can do different variations you could do sumo deadlifts you can do rdls romanian deadlifts all that's great and that's why i kind of again had to refine this list you can also use dumbbells and kettlebells for rdls and things like that but can but it's very hard to do conventional deadlifts with anything except for a barbell i try it sometimes with my clients there was a couple in-person people that I only had access to kettlebells with, and I would try to have them conventional deadlift or suitcase deadlift with the two kettlebells on the sides of their feet. And it's just awkward. The kettlebells get big and bulky, and a bar is just nice. So conventional deadlift is an awesome full body compound move that is great for your whole posterior chain, your back, your low back, your glutes, your hamstrings, your core, Oh my goodness, this was a time in my life, I'm, I'm so excited to get back to deadlifting <laughs> once I get out of my postpartum like healing and core and all that stuff um, and build back up because this is a time where without doing any core and I was just deadlifting one or two times a week, I had great flat abs and it was just a side effect from trying to up my weight on a deadlift. So when I talk about too, like those performance goals and how performance goals are so great, cause you're not, had I written down as a goal, have flat abs, flat, strong abs, I probably would have been a little more focused on putting core in there once or twice a week. Whereas my performance goal was, you know, get my deadlift to 230 or whatever, 250 something. And I was just focused on that number climbing, the best form possible, bracing my core when I'm lifting that much weight. And guess what? The abs just came as a byproduct, as a side effect, because the best part about when I say compound lifts, it means it's involving a lot of your muscle groups at once and should definitely be involving your core, especially as you go heavier with those kinds of things. So I like conventional. Again, you can do sumo with a barbell too. Sumo is going to be a little bit more quads and glutes. And I like conventional because it's a little more low back hamstring and glutes. And I really like this for that glute hamstring tie-in when women talk about a th butt. <laughs> yes, that was a TH and then butt, like the area between where your thigh and butt meet. And a lot of women really talk to me about wanting to define that area, like have a, you know, 
a noticeable glute muscle and a noticeable hamstring, not just it's kind of all runs together. And conventional deadlifts are great for that. So that is my number one with the barbell. Number two are barbell hip thrusts. Another fantastic low body exercise. This one's primarily glutes with a little bit of hamstrings. And you can, again, try it with dumbbells, things like that. But barbells are so much easier to go up and weight with. It sits better. It's not as bulky. Again, go ahead and YouTube this one. But you're going to be like with your back on a bench, your hips really low just off the floor, your feet and knees hip width apart. The barbell's going right in the crease of your hips and your hands are going on top just to guide it. Your hands are right outside your thighs. And you're basically pushing up into a glute bridge off that bench and exhaling at the top, inhaling slowly and controlled back down, not using momentum, not bouncing. And it is such a good glute and hamstring developer. If, you know, again, you're looking to really distinguish between those two areas, this is another really big one for it. And it's it's awesome. It's just so hard to do with other pieces of equipment I've tried with sandbags and dumbbells and things like that. But barbell is the way to go. I will say on this one, I have a couple clients who use a pad. They have pads for the barbells that you can put there so that you don't get like bruises on your hip bones. But I just roll up a mat and stick it there and uh, kind of get used to it a little bit. <laughs> so it's kind of a suck it up thing. Like when you get the blisters from lifting and it's like, oh, do I get gloves? Do I let them callous over? Like, yeah, you just kind of suck it up and let them, you know, get those lifters hands. All right. Number three that I love with the barbell are ab rollouts. So yes, you could do these with an ab wheel. I really like them with the barbell because I like the weight on both sides. Your gym also might have what's called a landmine. It's basically just a barbell stuck into something that is like a little anchor point. I love landmines, okay? I could talk about landmines all day. (laughs) This makes me really nostalgic for going back to the gym because I have not used a landmine in years uh, since I don't have the anchor thing for it at my house, so we just use, you know, a regular barbell. But landmines are very cool because they... Because they're anchored in, you just get a different strength point on that barbell because at different parts of your lift, it's going to kind of weigh different amounts because it's a 45-pound bar, but it depends on where it is at the point that you're pushing it up or what you're doing with it. So you can also do ab rollouts with a landmine. These, And if you're doing it with a landmine, you can look that up on YouTube as well, but that's going to really strengthen your transverse abdominis and your internal obliques a lot more because it's uneven. You're doing it on one side and then you're flipping around and doing it on the other side. Hard to explain. YouTube it if you have access to a a landmine, landmine ab rollouts because they're just a great exercise. But with the barbell, if it's not attached to a landmine, you know, we're talking just back to that straight bar, you're on your knees, your hands are about shoulder width apart, and you are literally rolling that barbell out in front of you bringing your hips down with you, and then bringing it back up. Definitely watch this one if you've never done it, because it can sound really easy, where if you're like, oh, I just roll the bar out, and I, but there's, you can do this terribly. (laughs) Your form could be awful, just sticking your butt out and not bringing your hips down with you. It's really challenging and a great core exercise if you're doing it right, but if you're doing it with that straight barbell, you don't need to do it on one side than the other. You're just getting the whole rectus abdominis at once. So this one, doing it this way with a standard barbell, is a little more front of the abs focused. You get the rectus abdominis and a little bit of lower abs. 
not as heavy on the transverse abdominis and the internal obliques as if you have access to a landmine, okay? Number four, two more exercises, ladies. Number four is thrusters. These as well you could do with a dumbbell, but I love these with a barbell. And this one is a tough one. It's a tough position for your wrists if you're using the straight bar. So you're racking it up to your collarbone and then like flipping it so that your palms are facing away from you. So picture that even if you're thinking about it with your broom or something that you're holding. You're holding it at collarbone height, your palms face away from you. This just might be, if you do not have very flexible wrists, this might be an uncomfortable position to hold for your wrists. In that case, yes, a trap bar would be awesome because you could have your head like inside the bar and your hands on those neutral grip handles. Or you could just use dumbbells so that your hands can be in neutral grip. Your palms could be facing your head. And I use thrusters a lot like this in the challenges and in people's at-home workouts when I program for them who only have dumbbells. Thrusters is still a great exercise, and then you can get them in there without the barbell. I do really like using it for the barbell if I, um, you know, I've built up that wrist strength and usually I don't have an issue with my joints. Depends also, because I know I, I do feel joint pain a little bit more, usually freshly postpartum, so obviously I've not tried any of this yet, but a thruster basically, in essence, once you're racked up, whatever, you're, what you're doing it with, whatever grip, you're going down into a full squat, and from the bottom of the squat, you start pushing up into an overhead press. So it is not squat, stand, press overhead, back down. It's down in a squat, right up to the ceiling. So as your body comes out of that squat, as your legs rise up, your bar is going up overhead. It is supposed to be a high-intensity exercise but it's a big compound move because you're getting your quads and your glutes and your whole lower body involved you're also getting your shoulders your back your core is working so hard the the heavier you go on this the more your core is working because you should not be arching your back and putting this weight in your low back you should be really bracing the front of the core as you do this. this is another big one if you do thrusters and deadlifts you can have abs for days without ever actually doing focused core so great exercise it's also nice when you're trying this is what I use it for a lot is like a hit finisher for my challenges or for my workouts for one-on-one clients because I don't like jump around cardio and this is a way to kind of get your high intensity and get your heart rate up in there without having a treadmill or bike or something and without jumping around okay lastly hang cleans that's another one in that same kind of category hang cleans get your heart rate up are a full body dynamic compound move that is such a physique changer. Okay, this one's really hard to explain without watching it, so just do me a favor and YouTube hang cleans. But essentially, you are holding that barbell with an overhand grip, so your palms are facing away from you, and you're just, you're standing up tall, holding it like at your thighs, like where it naturally is gonna hang to. And then you are bringing the bar straight up your body with your elbows leading the way. So you do not keep your elbows down and bring that bar forward away from you. Your elbows start going up toward the ceiling. So the bar comes right up your body like it's almost going to take your clothes with it. Like you're just kind of skimming up the body. And then once it gets almost to your chest or collarbone height, you're going to drop under the bar into a half squat, straighten up the legs and then bring your elbows up and over the bar on the way down. Like I said, very hard to explain. I've done this with other equipment. 
you could do dumbbell variations, sandbag variations. Barbell's my favorite. It is high intensity. These last two are especially big in the CrossFit world. And if you know me or you've been around this podcast for a while, I like to merge a lot of different worlds. I don't believe one modality is always the answer for every single person. I think there are cool aspects of different kinds of working out that you can integrate into your full routine. Sometimes my workouts look a lot more CrossFit style. Sometimes they look a lot more bodybuilding style. Sometimes they look a little more powerlifting style. Depends what my goals are and what I'm into, what I'm thinking is fun at the moment. That's how it should be. I have, and that's how it is when I program for my one-on-one clients too. I have a client I was just, I just gave her last month was very CrossFit style workout. So she had things like thrusters and hand cleans. And now this month we're going back to a more bodybuilding style of push-pull leg days, separate days, not as much big compound movements for all different goals for all different reasons. So it's cool to have these things in your arsenal that you can have that flexibility and freedom with. And these are going to help you enjoy your workouts more too. That's the nice part about having different pieces of equipment, whether it's at your house or whether it's at the gym, is that it's you know nice to mix it up, to not get in a rut of, okay, well, I'm just looking at the same pair of dumbbells every day in my basement and I wonder why I don't feel inspired and I don't feel motivated. There is an aspect of working out that should be fun that hopefully can be fun. I know that I, you know you might be listening to this thinking, Brittany, I never enjoy my workouts. That's fine. I've shared before that I never feel motivated, especially right now I'm recording this still pregnant, and I never feel motivated especially to work out while I'm pregnant. But one thing that does motivate me when I'm not pregnant is like, ooh, I get to use this piece of equipment, or ooh, I'll mix it up with this today. When it gets nice out and I can go outside and use my tractor tire and flip it and use the hammer to slam it, like those are things It's like, okay, it's a break from the ordinary, but you're still moving, you're still working. So huh, I will leave you with that today. I hope that these are helpful. I hope you enjoy them. Let me know if you try any of them, especially if it's for the first time that you're like, okay, I went to the gym and I picked up that barbell for the first time and I tried, you know, my first deadlift, whatever. And remember that with all of these, all of us have been new at some point. I remember being very intimidated by the barbell. So I know I'm speaking about it so freely now because by now I've trained a lot of people on it. I have, you know, used it myself for years. But I, at one point, had to walk into the weight room and be intimidated by it too. So, you know, just kind of do your YouTube homework, watch the form before you go, and just give it a whirl. Remember that, especially if you're at the gym, Most people are just focusing on themselves and their own form and that kind of stuff anyways. So I hope you enjoy. And if you need any help with any of them too, you know, always feel free to shoot me a message. All right, ladies, thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time. 